You're listening to Hammer and Anvil, your one-stop podcast for all things hobby. Sit back and enjoy the show. Yo, is this thing on? Yeah, yeah, it is, I believe, I believe so. Awesome. Hey guys, right, uh, hello and welcome to the episode. I'm Lofty and with me is Steve and Dean. Hi guys, uh, how's hi. it going? Hello, how's mate. it going? Brilliant. Uh, you guys been getting any hobby done? Anyone back to work yet? <laughs> I've been at work straight through, through mate. <laughs> Working straight through. Dean, you've gone back, haven't you? Yeah, I went back about a month ago, five weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really lucky. I, I work very forgiving hours, so I'm home by four o'clock every day. So, yeah. Um, to answer your question, though, have I got any hobby and done? I've made some fantastic progress with my uh, my terrain building project for our D and D group. Um, oh, beautiful. Inspired by and similar to, but definitely not the same as Castle Grayskull. <laughs> so yeah, I'm awesome. Present that soon. So, eight-year-old me has just uh, died and is loving the prospect of playing <laughs> Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Well, as for me, at this moment, as we speak, I'm actually building a gore beast for me for me slaves to darkness. Beautiful model. Good stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's 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 not too bad at the moment. It's a bit fiddly, but I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're getting quite well on those, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm up to about one thousand seven hundred points now. Jesus, good good games ahead of us once we all uh, all get out of this this lockdown quarantine, whatever it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else been happening? You guys, uh, you guys obviously been looking at the the new forty k news and releases. Oh, I, to be honest, mate, I haven't really been having much of a look because, like, I've been at work. So, ah, oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure me and Dean can probably fill you in. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, there um, obviously, big news this week is about the ad mech, um, which I yeah. think it's got a lot of people excited. Um, it's an army which one of the guys down the club, um, you both know Ryan has an ad. Yes. Oh, yes. And, um, it's it's something which I've felt for a very long time, actually, is is a very underestimated army. Um, yeah. And it, this, this update, uh, with the new models that have been released, I think it's going to give it some very, very much needed love. Um, and I think... You know, we spoke last week about ninth and the changes that are coming. I think I'd like to think anyway that it's it's going to happen for a lot of factions. Um, I think they're absolutely going to be a force to be reckoned with now, and in the hands of the right players, obviously, I think you could see them. You know, topping a couple of leaderboards here and then um, the tournament too. So, yeah, it's really once the tournament start, yeah, yeah, really good news for Admech players. That's great. Yeah, I think you've, you've touched on. I'm at Admech of sort of they they had the the time in the the spotlight uh, back. Well, I think back when the Codex was released, uh, mm-hmm. and they, you don't really see too much of them anymore. But they're lovely models. Uh, and it would be nice to see them them climb the tables and more people getting into them, other than just a soupy 
we'll put a couple of units in to help the Imperial Guard or yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. from it's not a army I've really seen play to be honest. I think it's they, only Ryan that that plays them down the club, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He's the only player. He's the only player I've ever met actually who plays them. Um and he's he's very, very adept at doing so, but they they've got a few tricks and quirks which if they're played correctly, they're, they're just decimated. I, I played him in my house, actually. Um, it was a while ago now. It must have been just after Christmas. It was a 2,000-point game. I had my Raven Guard army, and he brought 2,000 points of, uh, of Admech up. Now, like I say, he, he is an excellent player. He really is. And I'm, you know, I wouldn't say I'm bad, but I'm, I'm certainly not the best that there's ever been. And he wiped the board with me. He really, really did. <laughs> he, he did, you know. Um, he had a big knife of fell in there. Belisarius Corley sort of hunkered them down in a corner and it was it was a bit come at me, bro. Um, yeah. every, time did, he, he, every time I did he just he just absolutely decimated me. Um so, the, yeah, the weight know, shots. Yeah, exactly that. The weight of fire they can put down is unbelievable. Um so yeah, I, th- I think it's it's. Will they be the meta? Perhaps not, um, but certainly I think that you're going to see people up in the tournament listings with with newer Admech armies. Um, I'd like to think so anyway. It's an army which, like you said, the aesthetics are brilliant uh, and just very very capable if if used correctly. Yeah, yeah. I reckon with the new the new rules and the bit of leaks that I've seen, I think there'll be some interesting builds. Uh, rather than you sort of now they've got a bit more access from what I've known uh, from what I've seen, they're going to get a little bit more access to your close combat. Uh, yeah. It, so rather than being a, a just a sit back and uh, and shoot, I'd really like to see somebody do a, a close combat build with the Admech. Uh, that'd be, uh, and hopefully as we move into ninth. And what they've said about close combat and stuff. Hopefully, we will get more more armies that are more armies that are sort of predominantly a shooting army, taking a bit more of a forward role and coming to you and attacking. Uh, you know me; I like my corner. And I like just running at people and, and yeah. hacking them to bits. Uh, <laughs> I think your uh, your character in D and D says a lot about that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't speak. I'd rather just punch them, which which is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. All of this. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would echo and I would agree with everything you've said there. You know, you're sort of getting out of the stigma of this army is for this. Um, yeah. This army is... They're still going to excel at what they do, of course, but it just gives them more options for yeah. people that want to use armies like that. So... No, it's, it's a good thing, man. It'll be good to see what, what comes in the future, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm hoping we see, with, like you said, that a more diverse... You could play one Admech army or you could play a Space Marine army or, and the next day you could play another uh, of the same army, but they've built it completely different. Yeah. Uh, and it's new challenges to, to come across rather than go, all right, well, I'm going to have to shoot them off the board or... I've got to move out of the way of that. All the excitement's going to come back, hopefully. And you're not going to, you're going to have to think a lot more on the fly. Yeah. And just deal with your threats as they come until we sort of know what builds are, are doing well. And you'll get the, the constant, the meta build, the one that's all powerful and whatever. Yeah. But then, like I said, you'll get somebody that throws, uh, throws a spanner right in the works and, and says, 
well, no, I'm going to come at you with my Tau army and I'm going to punch you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think, other than the, the small leaks, uh, well, the small sort of FAQs on ninth, uh, I think that was all the news this week. I believe Pretty it was, much. yeah. Yeah, anyway. uh, just the admit. So, all right, then, lads. Well, we've been chatting chatting shit for about eight minutes um <laughs> uh, shall we shall we move quite nicely from what we've been saying about uh the everybody doing different things with their, their things should we move on to the topic this week yeah this one so i'm going to pose a question to you lads and we're going to discuss it so how do we as gamers build a better community now that is a loaded question, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> There's a lot we we can touch on with that one. First episode, yeah. have we have we opened the Pandora's box? Could well be. Steve, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one, yeah. Oh, um, I don't really know where to start with it, to be honest, because it's such a um, it's it's such a long-winded question. I think. Um, well, you've got. I mean, all right. So we'll 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 break it down a bit. So, are you guys happy with the state of the community as it is? Yeah. I'm, I mean, everyone I've spoke to and whatever, it's it's such a friendly community. I mean, everyone wants to show off their armies. Everyone, you know, they've got no qualms about offering advice or anything like that. I mean. I've asked, I mean, my Instagram account, I've I've put things up there and people are always commenting, oh, that looks awesome, this, that, and the other. I thought, well, and I've not been too happy with some of the things, but, you know, everyone's always been so, so nice. Yeah. Dean? Yeah. How do we build a better community? Um, it's an ambiguous question, isn't it? It's something which... <laughs> I think it's just... Don't be a dick, quite frankly. Um, you know, I've I've got an Instagram account up there, same as Steve, and, and I've got I think around about thirteen hundred followers or so. And of them, I probably know around two hundred people. Um yeah. everybody's been supportive, everybody's been wonderful. I've not really had a hugely bad experience, so it's not something which I can sit here and say this needs improving on. Now, yeah. of course, you hear the stories about people throwing their, their teddies at tournaments and what have you. Quite frankly, I I don't take much notice of it. Um, tournament playing isn't really what I want to do. This is far and away a hobby for me. I don't want to make it my living. I don't want to make it anything other than something which I enjoy doing. And the minute that it stops being that the minute now stop um so just i think carry on doing what you're doing yeah everyone supported anyone else even if it's just a thumbs up on an instagram post it all makes sense doesn't it yeah i mean even even if you look at it and you think oh you know oh it's a bit whatever um it doesn't matter do you know what i mean be supportive because otherwise you're just going to turn people away from the hobby and that's something we really don't want to be doing. Um, no, exactly. The, the lack of people, the, the lack of opponents, basically. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, 
So I think you've you've just answered uh, answered where I was going next uh, with. We know the community as a whole is good. Uh, we like it. It's it's very engaging. It's a very engaging mm-hmm. hobby. You can do whatever you want with it, and, and the the confines are endless. Um, you, you could really go go absolutely nuts. So for me, I sort of border on narrative and slightly competitive. I, I like building lists that work, and I like mm-hmm. winning as much as everybody else likes winning. But I don't yeah, mind cool. losing. And I don't build a list simply to win. I try and keep some of the narrative into to, into what I'm building. So if I'm building Space Wolves, they've got to be, in my eyes, close combat. Uh, they've got to get in your face and they've got to have the Space Wolves fluff. I'm not yeah. going to bring in um, units that I don't feel fit uh, with, the, with the aesthetic I'm going for. So yeah. for you two, I think, Dean, you've you just answered kind of kind of what the question is. But what do you guys prefer to play? Are you... Are you both narrative? Are you narrative competitive? Or are you strictly I'm competitive? Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna thrash anyone and be a dick about it, but I'm there to win the game. For me, I it's 40k all about the narrative, I think, with me. But AOS, I'm narrative, but I'm looking into doing tournaments in the future. So you sort of yeah. So you'd like to get a bit more competitive and into that scene. Uh, yeah, yeah. But Jeez. yeah. So, so Dean, uh, like, um, you've got so so you would you would class yourself as a narrative player. Yeah, it's um, it comes back to one of the reasons. I want to sort of touch on a bit of a sensitive subject here, and I'm sorry if I waffle on to anyone that may be listening, but this is sort of. It's quite important in order to answer the question. Um, I'm a PTSD sufferer, um, and I have been for about six years now. I've been diagnosed with it. And when I left the army, I didn't really cope very well. Um, It was a new environment, a new place, a new job. I didn't know the way things worked. Um, My ex-wife and I had sort of just split up. Amicably, and and I add that, you know, I do hastily add that. Um, But I sort of went to see a a counsellor. I had a bit of a bad turn. I went to see a counsellor from a fantastic charity called Combat Stress, who they absolutely do God's work. They're brilliant. I'm not a religious man, you know, but they they really are a godsend. And um, she suggested to me to get a hobby. I've always been into sci-fi. I love, you know, Superman, Batman. I, I love the comic book stuff. Star Wars, Star Trek, everything space superhero-y, anything along those lines. And where I lived at the time in Coventry, I just Googled sci-fi hobbies near me. Um, and that led me to Warhammer down the local shop in Coventry. If you're ever in Coventry, stop by. Dave, Stu and Scott are absolutely brilliant. Um, really, lads. Brilliant. Yeah, they're really, really are fantastic. Anyway, um, I started up, you know, and this for me is purely a hobby. Um, and and that, it, it really did, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm exaggerating things, but it saved my life. It really did. Um, and in order for me to carry on that, I can't get competitive with it. I'd love to go to a tournament, don't get me wrong. I'd love to go to several. But I'm a very competitive person by nature. And so I want to try and stay clear of it as long as I can. 
So for yeah. me, it's all about the narrative. It's all about just getting together with your mates, having a laugh, having a bit of fun. I don't care if I wipe somebody off the board. I couldn't give a flying monkey's flick back. <laughs> wipe me off the board. I really don't care. Um, I love the Raven Guard. It's the army I collect. I've got roughly 6,000 points of it now. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, it's significant. I've been I've collecting about five, six years or recollected. I don't think I've got 6,000 points of one army. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, don't get me wrong, that's if I put the heaviest options on everything. You know, if, if I put yeah. sort of the, the real heavy options on my Centurions and on my Repulsor and all of this. Um, Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, exactly. You know, but, but sort of to come back to your question... Yeah, for me, it's a hobby. Um, I will attend a tournament at some point in the future, but it's it's solely there for me to enjoy. Um, for me, it's it's all about the story. It's all about what fits. Like you say, you know, your space wars have to be close combat because that's what they're about. For me, I like deep striking things because that's what the Raven Guard are about. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I hope that answers the question and, and I hope I haven't sort of waffled on a bit too much about it. But, no, uh, no. I think I think it's good to address how we're talking about how we can build a better community, or yeah. or do we need to, and whatever. And I think your stories like that really highlight that we've got a great community. Oh, um, yeah, if like- if you'd have come into the community uh, or into that shop, and and everyone was was just ignoring you or being a prick, or or if you'd have come down to your club and people were ignoring you, or just wiping the table with you and sort of giving you the finger across the table yeah you would it would not it wouldn't have helped you in the way that it should have helped you or the the way you were finding now to be fair you know i had that happened i I probably would have gone out balls to it and and not bothered getting into it but here i am nearly a year and a half later you know 1500 quid down or however much it is that i've spent on raven guard waist deep neck deep yeah with a, a Seraphon army to build, you know. So, so yeah, I think that, that's what Warhammer is about for me. Um, all about the narrative, all about just a, a fluffy game. I'm happy to be a sparring partner if someone wants to try out a tournament list. Um, so, yeah, that, that I think, is, is about the most comprehensive answer that I can give. That's a really good answer. Uh, Steve, uh, you got anything else to add? Um, not not the top, off the top of the head, mate. But no, I think uh, Dane's answered that question pretty well. Awesome. <laughs> God, I, was, I was expecting you to come back with something. And, Profound. Uh, and I'd, have something to, I'd have something to go off. You know, now I'm going to do it all off the fly. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Uh, so, with you, obviously, we're, we're, we've sort of pretty much established we're quite narrative players. Yeah. Um, Dean, I know myself, I'm quite happy to to be uh, that meat shield that a competitive or highly competitive player wants to go against, and hopefully I'll give them a good game. Uh, yeah. If not, they know that they could trounce me uh, if they ever pick, get me in a heat. Um, but so so playing competitive players, uh, I, I've not dealt with any overly competitive players I think there was there was one tournament where where I, I did have a bit of a rules nitpicker uh, but that was cleared up within sort of two minutes uh, and then we all got on and we had a beer afterwards which was really really fun and I, and I think that that highlighted to me that the competitive scene has quite a negative uh, image 
maybe from the years back way before I, I got into it. But there is sort of a stigma that, oh, my God, you've got the, the win at all cost players. You've got a highly competitive player there. You don't really want to play him uh, and stuff like that. Have you guys ever had any of that? Because uh, I know we've got a couple of a couple down the club. Uh, they're really nice guys and they'll always help out. Um, if they're kicking your ass, they'll tell you, well, you, I'm not going to kick your ass as much if you move that guy. Um, have you guys ever ever had a a, hot, a bad game with a com- competitive player or narrative player? No, I haven't, um, to be honest. <clears throat> um, no, I haven't. I mean, everyone I've pl- played has been helpful. And um, if I'm going to do anything stupid, they're like, you sure? You really want to do that? I'm like, which is led me to kind of just rethink and think, actually, no, that's a bad idea. I'll do this instead. Yeah. So everyone's just, like I said, it's, it's been helpful. Can I just ask you to elaborate, Lofty, slightly on what you mean as a bad game? As no, in, sir. yeah, as in a bad game, <laughs> a bad game whereby the person has been a bit of a twat or a bad game whereby I've lost so convincingly that it's made me want to put me <laughs> I think we've, we've all had that game where you yeah. just go what am I bothering for I didn't need yeah. to put my models on the table we should yeah. have just rolled off at the start of the game yeah, and, 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 um, and you, you pick 2d6 no what a bad game where someone's too competitive with you because we, we like more narrative and we're a little bit but is someone have you come across somebody that's that's too competitive. He'll nitpick if you're an inch out or... Um, I did actually try and join a club where I live now. I'm not going to name it um, because I don't want to have a negative effect. We but don't have a wall of shame. No, of course. Um, you know, that's what... We're talking about building a better community and that's not what I want to do. It was a guy who... Yeah, I, I, I was there with my Raven Guard. It's not the worst painted army in the world. It's quite distinctive. It's fairly decent. Um, and I really, really love it. Anyway, we, we, we'd had a game. I can't remember the mission we'd played. It was out of chapter approved. And I'm a very forgiving guy. Like I say, you know, if you want to do something nine times out of ten, you know what, mate, so long as it's not stupid, you crack on. You want to move your yeah. model half an inch? I, I don't really care. I'm not bothered. But I'd gone to the toilet and I come back and he changed the wound marker on one of these models. Um, was it a Lehman Rust tank? It might have been. I, I can't wow. remember exactly. But I think I'd, I'd taken something like six models off of it. Um, and I came back and it, it, his wound marker had said that I'd only taken four. And it was like, look, mate, you know, I, th- I thought I'd taken six off you. I'm fairly certain that I did. No, 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 it was four. It was this one, this one. Yeah, but what about... No, no, no. And it it was just... I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to get anything out of here. I'm certainly not going to turn it into an argument. And as such, I haven't been back to the club. Um, yeah. Nor will, I, nor will I go. It's a shame because it's it's quite a big club um, here in the West Midlands. And it, and it just... Yeah, it just sort of put me off that club. You know... Um, experience like that do... I think really do put you off, and I think yeah. with, with, with what we're saying, you can the community can for one bad egg, it can put someone off. I don't know twenty exactly. good eggs. I mean, it, it was for the sake of two wounds on a model, something which could have 
gotten, I wouldn't say violent, but it could have gotten quite heated. You know, I just sort of put my hands up, yeah, whatever, mate, have it. But in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking, I'm not, I'm not going to play you again. I'm not going to come back here. It was just unnecessary. Um, the guy was winning. Do you know what I mean? He was winning some at like 12 to 6 victory so points. There was no, there's no need for cheating, whatever, but exactly. there exactly. was no need for it. No. Um, when it comes to rules, misinterpretation, um, not through anyone's fault, I think that happens a lot. You know, oh, when I do you, it. Yeah. When you sit there and you go, oh, this and this. A game you and I had, um, Battle for the Ages, and one we're going to repeat, actually. <laughs> oh, man. I have never... I think I've had two games of 40k whereby my teeth have been clenched. You know, and I'm like... Oh. <laughs> um, I remember that game. It was amazing, wasn't it? So just to sort of put everybody in the picture, I was have, I had my Raven Guard, you had your Takari. Um... I had made a mistake. I was playing with Centurions for the first time. I didn't realise there were four wound models, <laughs> not three wound models. And I think in the first shooting phase, you took most of them off the board. Now, yes. whether, yeah, whether you had have done or whether you hadn't have done is irrelevant. It was a lot of fun. I think we got to round three. Um, and that was sort of misinterpretation of... Can I do that? Oh, I don't know what, but it was... I think you had a... I think we figured out afterwards, you had something like an invulnerable save. What do they get? Invulnerable yeah, saves? I'm I, not I space marine. Exactly. It, it was something along those lines, but it was... It was I mean, what? That was <laughs> months ago, but it was absolutely brilliant. Um, not it was sticking my mind. Yeah. It was It was one of the favorite, my favourite games I've ever played. Um, certainly not a bad game, but just a misinterpretation of things um, on my part, I think, which is uh, which is more common and, than like the like the word myth. Have you guys noticed? Not more than nine times out of ten, your misinterpretation of a rule is normally always to your detriment. Yeah, you will misinterpret a rule, and, it, and like sometimes it can happen. You go, oh, oh no, I, I had to. I was supposed to. I'm freeze with that. But normally nine times out of ten, it's oh, I could have done that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they're packed away now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot the psychic phase. <laughs> Once or twice, yes, yes. Yeah, completely. I knew me and Steve, and this is this is working over because we we play the the Age of Sigma, and we are going to get you involved. I know you've got yeah. your Seraphon. There. Yeah, definitely at some point in the near future. It's a new system to us. Um, I've, I've played 40k pretty much religiously since I came back into the hobby about four or five years ago. Um, just just recently picked up the AOS stuff and, and trying feverishly, and I've got AOS fever. It, it's AOS or bust <laughs> at the minute. But learning the, the nuances to the rules and getting them mixed up with the 40k version of that rule yeah. is something I'm really struggling with. Everyone says, oh, AOS, it's simple. Like You'll, you'll master AOS if you know 40k. I'm, I've got no doubt that I will or master it in some sort of capacity. But at the minute, I'm fumbling over the basic stuff. <laughs> I know that feeling very, very well, mate. Um, I want to touch on something, though. This is something which was posted on um, one of the groups the other day. I obviously, you know, social media is huge. And there was a, a picture posted. Now, I've not seen this myself, um, and I, nor have I checked, and I probably should have. 
but it was a page of good conduct, which was in one of the AOS books. And it's sort yes. of things to do before. And, and I think that's very, very pertinent to what we're chatting about now. You know, yeah. do shake the player's hand. Do yeah. be courteous. Do, do you know what I mean? And I think that's something which, yeah, it's, it's really good to see that games workshops and, and other tournaments um, and, and event organisers are putting in place. I, th- I think that's absolutely brilliant. You know, I think sportsmanship, like yeah, sportsmanship is now very high on the agenda of everyone. Yeah, almost. Um, and you have got. I mean, I went to a uh, a Warhammer World tournament a couple of years back now, uh, and they had it. They had a, a list. You know, be courteous, do this, and there's always the. And they had a section in the, and it adds to your overall points and stuff. Sportsmanship. So it, when you go to your competitive events now. Most places will have, oh, um, tick this box for your favourite game, or and it, there's ways for them to determine whether you've been a good player. Or yeah. I mean, it was a team event. I went with Tom, uh, and we're going. Oh man, that game was absolutely brilliant. They were gentlemen. They absolutely killed us, but we had a good game. They were yeah. nice about it. Uh, and having that tick there, I think it it puts it always in your mind because people can get competitive. You can get really into it. And you can forget your manners sometimes. But if you've got that in the back of your head, oh, I could lose this game or I could think if I don't remember to show courtesy. Yeah. Uh, Most people do it out of necessity. But like I said, sometimes it does. But if it's there as a a bullet point you have to tick off to get what you want, which is quite a selfish way of of looking at it. But but I want to win this game. I want to get top of the leaderboard. I want to win this tournament. I want to come home. Feeling like I've had a good game, that extra point you get for being extra courteous helps you, and then you go out of it with a better experience because yeah. they've reciprocated. No, it's, it's a good thing, man. It, 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 I don't think it can be a, a bad idea anywhere. Do you know what I mean? You always get bad apples. Of course you do. And it's an unfortunate fact of life but nine times out of ten 99 times out of a hundred you know people are decent um certainly within the warhammer community that one slight slight um you know misdemeanor shall we say that i've been subjected to it hasn't carried me favor of warhammer i just won't go back to that club you know yeah and, and that that's the long and the short of it so Well, that sort of answers the second question I was going to ask you, lads. Um, yeah. So we're doing really well here. Uh, you're, you're trumping me at every <laughs> every angle. So I'm, I'm going to start really, with the next really, one. Honestly, not meaning to. It's fine. It's fine. I, I need this. Uh, I've been in lockdown for, I don't think I've worked for about 11 weeks now. So yeah. having having you guys to, to test my mind really... Um, yeah, yeah, over than over than washing up and paying figures, my life's pretty dull. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with Steve then, so you can uh, yeah, answer this one or start. Uh, with the online community, uh, we all know that Warhammer uh, Games Workshop even have been pushing the community. They've got the uh, they've got now their Twitch stream. Uh, they're putting regular videos up on the community. Yeah. They've even got the the painting. Um, <laughs> Tutorials. Yep. I know Duncan, who's no longer with them, but they're still doing them and, and Beaky and that. Yeah. 
with the online presence of the community, do you think it's had a super positive effect? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, everything that I've seen on like Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that, everyone seems to have only really shed positive light on the hobby, to be honest. I mean, like you said in the past, like uh, anyone, there's, there are the one or two bad eggs, as it were. Um, but no, it's it's really been um, positive, especially with the release of Ninth. Um, you know, pe- people just seem to be going mad for it. Uh, I mean, you mentioned earlier about your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and that comes a lot into it. I know I, I just said about the Games Workshop, but you can go anywhere on the internet now. Um, and, uh, there's probably something on there on TikTok, uh, oh. even Warhammer related, <laughs> you know, with everybody's got access to the, to social media. Yeah. You've got your Instagrams and stuff. All of that, it helps. Yeah, I mean, people even even writing blogs, I believe, on like, you know, they're going to start a project. Just say, let's just say, for instance, Mortarian, and just like they'll they'll write the blog about how they paint it. You know, what's going through their head as they paint it and stuff, and um, the various techniques they've used, and just you know, it's like a. Uh, tutorial thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you could follow hobbyist progress. Yeah, though. you don't have to just go to the club. No, uh, we, I, I absolutely love going to the club, and I think that's very, very important yeah. for the hobby. Is that clubs survive uh, and and stay around and, and do that? And but I mean, if you're at home and you, you know your, your kids are, have just gone to bed and you've got that hour after work, you could sort of log onto Instagram while you're painting, and you could chat to long like-minded individuals, and they're from. Australia or America. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think with that advent, with the advent of the internet and and all and how it's become so big, you're connected with every single person that's within the hobby. Yeah. And it's it's like the amount of advice, um, you know, gaming tips and how to play, just even how to play your army. It's it's all at your fingertips. Uh, Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dean, um, same question for you, really. I know you're you're very you're sort of like the Instagram wizard of our group uh, <laughs> and our club. Uh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea how. No idea how. But I see your likes and your follows go up, and there's a little tear in my eye. Um, <laughs> half pride uh, and half a little sort of sore that I didn't come up with whatever you did. <laughs> what do you think? I think this is the answer to this is yes and no. Um, the vast majority of the impact that the internet had, social media, is positive. Um, when you put a work in progress picture up on a Warhammer 40k group, generally people are good. You know, they'll, they'll respond to it in a positive manner. They'll say, yeah, you know, perhaps a little bit of advice. You could, you know, blend this a bit better or you could do this or do this. Um, and I would echo the vast majority of what Steve says. You know, nine times out of ten, people are, people are decent. Where I see the most, I wouldn't say a negativity, but arguments or, you know, Heated discussions is when it comes to the <laughs> when when someone asks a question about something fluffy. Um, my knowledge isn't fantastic about the history of 40k. It's sort of a generic 
you know, I know what, who the emperor is, and I know that Horus uh, turned against him, and blah blah blah. <laughs> but when you're talking about specific events, man, people get territorial. <laughs> crazy, crazy. It just, you know. Oh no, that captain didn't do this. He did this, and then somebody will come back with yes, but actually this, and and it just honestly, these things can go on for hundreds and hundreds of comments. They really can. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the answer is yes. It is it is majority. You know, the, the the majority of the impact that it's had has been positive, but there is still a, a dark corner of the internet where things are fought out viciously. Really yeah. memes. It highlights again. It comes back to how the community and every individual in the community has their own personality invested. Yeah, into the into the hobby. You know, like you you might love the law. You know, I love the law, but I, I'm kind of like yourself. I'll flit in and flit out. I know what I need to know. Mm-hmm. But you you tell me, you know, which tech priest was the first to to help the emperor. I ain't got a clue, but mm. there'll be some bastard out there that knows, <laughs> oh, and he knows yeah. the exact date and tools that the <laughs> guy used. And take the big knowledge, it really will. But then, just just as as you say that, there'll be some other, um, some other fella who, who you know, the point with well, actually, blah blah blah, and it's it it makes me chuckle. It does, um, but at the same time, you know, it does make me see how seriously. That this hobby affects people's lives. For some people, it's their entire world, and we you should never ever try and look down on them. You know, if you no, it's no. like I think you mentioned it, Andy, a few a few weeks ago. Um, you're either in it or you're not. You're you, there's no being half in, half out. Yeah, yeah, uh, you are, and I think we. I'll, I'll kind of disagree with your comment, Dean. Only on the basis that that's how I feel. Like everybody's so vested in it mm. that you haven't got some people. If if you if you pick up a miniature uh, and you're you go to games workshop and stuff, you're so passionate about your little corner of that yeah. hobby. It, it's not casual. It it's as casual as we want to make ourselves believe it is. But I mean, we're, we're sat here. We're we're talking on a Sunday night when we could be. Sitting with the missus watching uh, whatever's on TV now. When we come, so <laughs> fully committed, and we're chatting about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. But um, I, I think ev- go on, sorry, man. Carry on, dude. I was, no, 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 carry on. I was chatting shit. As <laughs> <laughs> per, um, sorry. It it comes, yeah, it, it comes down to the individual, and it? it comes down to the individual and the impact they've had. You know, I'm fortunate. Um, I've I've had one slight, you know, blip in in my Warhammer journey. Um, I very much doubt there'll be any more. Yeah. The the thing I would sort of caution against, though, and this is something which my missus noticed, talking about how invested you are. Just to sort of back on your own point, don't get too invested that it takes over your life. You know. It is a hobby at the end of the day, and it is something to be enjoyed. I was getting in from work, and you know, I'd thrown <laughs> myself so completely into it. I get in from work, have a bit of dinner, and that was me for the night. You know, 
and all of a sudden yeah. it's it's one o'clock in the morning. I've got to be at work at seven. I didn't realise. So just temper your passion with a slight bit of caution, I would say. Um, yes, get invested. Yes, love it. Be as casual as you so wish. Um, or not, you know, be, be as competitive as you so wish. But just make sure that it doesn't take over your life. So It, it is a hobby, yeah. first and foremost. Well, it's really uh, and yeah. for it too. Do you know what I mean? It is very, very easy. So... You know what? That that brings me around to a point. To answer one of the questions. Look out for others. You know what I mean? Make sure they aren't getting so invested that it's affecting their lives. They call it plastic that, for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Um, very good. It, it's good so point. easy. And I think it's made to be as addictive as... Well, of course it crack. is. Crack. GW, um, your money, and that's it. <laughs> and, and they do really well at it. Yeah. And, and because they keep us happy, and it keeps us happy. And that's what it is, but that's an awesome point. Yeah. So, yeah, to sort of round out the entire bubble of questions that you've asked, what can we do to make a better community? Look after each other. Do you know it's what I mean? an end all, isn't it, really? It is, mate. It absolutely is, Steve. It really is. You know, I've I've now got friends, and, and you're not just mates. You know, you, you are friends, lads. I, I call you... I know you, yeah. you text me quite often, Lofty, through the um, through the lockdown. We've got a D&D group. I check up on people. You know, I've got yeah. friends now through Warhammer um, and and tabletop gaming in general. So, yeah. Can I, I think, can I just touch yeah. on something very quickly there? Of course you can, man. With what you, with what you just said, um, I mean, I got into the back into the hobby, really, through Ryan that you mentioned earlier. If I hadn't mm-hmm. have done yeah. that, I'd be a completely different person right now. Yeah, and I think this this hobby's changed changed me in a way for the for the better. It's actually keep me keep me more calm throughout life. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a very therapeutic, and I think you'll find not throughout the whole. And this is not a generalization. Yeah, but through a whole, a lot of the people. That they came into the hobby, they might have been an outsider at first, and they find it a belonging. And you do find uh, you find a community, you find mates, you find exactly people to chat to. And, and like you said, Dean um, and Steve, I, I text you both on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. Um, and it might it, it sort of amalgamates not only oh, dude, what you're painting now, or um, how's your how's your Raven Guard doing, yeah. Steve? How's your Slave to Darkness doing? Have you had any good games lately? It it metamorphosizes into, hey dude, how are you? How are you uh, doing? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if somebody pops up on, I know we've got our Discord chat um, for the club. If someone pops up and they're, oh dude, I can't do this. Uh, you, people, you can tell now. You can yeah. tell that they're not yeah. them. So you exactly. can drop that message. Are you okay? It's almost uh, like a family. Yeah, I'd agree yeah. with that. I would. I would, Steve. I'd agree with every word of that. Do you know what I mean? I've got I've got friends for life now. And you guys are from totally, totally different walks of life to me. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And, and and from each other as well. You know, seventeen years in the armed forces. I if you'd have asked me two years ago, oh Dane, will will you be painting miniatures on a tabletop? I would have laughed at you. You <laughs> Yeah, and and now here I am. Do you know what I mean? I'm the DM of a of a 
fantastic Dungeons and Dragons group. Um, I second that. Thank yeah, you. definitely. Um, with, you haven't killed me yet. Well, <laughs> let's, let's be fair, you haven't killed yourself. Which is quite unbelievable. It is. You don't. I, I, I mean, we had the session. I know this is sort of wandering off topic the other day, but I, I love talking about it. We, we've, we had the session the other day, and three characters died. <laughs> only, only, one of which, only one of which was by design, you know, and that's because the guy asked me to, and it was crazy. You know, I am going to fireball on myself. Brilliant, bang! The <laughs> man who is, you know, called War Dragon for the love of God. And are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? Are you absolutely certain you want to do this? Yes. All right. Whack you dead. You know You're a level you four character. Mm. You're a level four character. No, no, it doesn't matter. Crazy, <laughs> but you know, um, even the D and D groups to sort of touch on. Um, I don't know if either of you are, are members of them on Facebook, but obviously being the DM. And a, and a new DM. I only started Dungeons and Dragons three months ago. I think it was Steve. We played our first game. Three, About months ago. that, yeah. It, yeah was. it wasn't. It wasn't much, was it? Um, so you know, you, you do what you do. You, you get on the internet and you ask advice. And people have got such wonderful feedback, advice, um, comments for you. You know, I don't think I've I've received one nasty one yet, um, or even one negative one. Not not even nasty. And it's it's brilliant, like it really, really is. So, I mean, th- that's another thing as well. The hobby it creates memories. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Getting excited over little plastic figures is it's 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 <laughs> weird when you say it, but it's it's absolutely true. You know, you come home and absolutely buzzing. I will ask. Have you had a good game? Yeah, I've got to tell you about it. Was it the slightest clue? Not. <laughs> and, and even after like the D and D games, yeah, this happened and this happened, and she'll turn around. And say, what did Paul do this time? <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Oh, no, not, not much this time. So. I love how you just knew it this time. Yeah. I- Oh God, Paul! Uh, he's brilliant he um, in his own really in his is. own way. He's absolutely brilliant. For anyone um, out uh, there he... who's listening who knows Paul, you will know that he is one hundred percent. You know he has an absolute heart of gold. Believe <laughs> in the ass. He is. And I, this is nothing that I haven't told him already. So you know, I'm not. But he is just a pain in the. Fucking arsey, really. <laughs> anybody listening, anybody listening that wants to know how to really run your paces as a DM, invite Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and he will test every ounce of skill you have at keeping that party on a yeah. sort of even keel. He will um, take a running jump at your last nerve every fucking minute. <laughs> really but you know what? It keeps me on me tours as a DM. Um, I know we've got a one shot this week where I'm getting the chance to play, which is yeah. very exciting. Yeah. Um, another guy down the club, Terry, if you're listening, buddy, can't wait to, to um, play in the one shot that you're running. Really looking forward to it. 
Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's exciting times. It is great. I think again, just to sort of wrap that little segment up with with what we were talking about with with Paul. That makes Paul might not be the best sort of player. He plays his forty k, he plays his stuff, and he can be a pain in the ass. But because of that heart of gold, yeah, he's courteous. He's mm-hmm. not a dick. Exactly. Because he's not a dick, I'll happily play him every yeah. single day. Yeah. Do you know, so you've got those dicks that are pure dicks and I'll never play you again, like the chat we were talking about earlier. And then you've got people that they might not have as as much focus or he has a different way of, they have a different way of playing to you. But they still make it enjoyable with putting their personality in there and not being a cock. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I said that at the top of the show, wasn't it? You know. What do you need to do to make this community better? Don't be a dick. It's as simple yeah. as that. Um, Just gone full circle. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Wow. I never thought I'd close um, or close a discussion with saying something uh, good about Paul. And I know he will <laughs> listen to this. Um <laughs> I, I never thought he would be the close of any sort of discussion. <laughs> I know what I'm. I'm very glad that I've met all of you. Um, but Paul is is he's been a learning experience, and he's a very very. <laughs> and if you're listening, mate, I, you know we all love you down the club. We all love definitely, you, definitely, definitely, mate. You're an absolute legend. So <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's a tear in my eye, but it might be, uh, yeah. Um, okay, right. So let's close this off. Uh, we've been chatting long enough, and people are probably bored or need a piss or, or just, yeah, bored. <laughs> uh, so uh, what we'll do is we'll list three top priorities uh, for us as gamers that we're going to sort of code of conduct ourselves uh, mm-hmm. leading forward. And anybody listening uh, can take this and run with it or just go, no, they're full of shit. So, one, two, three. What do you think? Code of conduct. Number one. What's the first thing or the main thing we should do to build a better community? In, in gaming, in in an overall sense of community, uh, in, in painting, in the online pro, uh, on our online profiles and stuff. Number one. What are we going for, lads? I'd say be approachable, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be what, what should we what say? I would say be you know be positive be, be caring be supportive yeah. just be kind simple as that yeah be kind number one yeah. nice one uh, number two I'm gonna I'm gonna steal your thunder here Dean yeah um, on look out for others yeah uh, you explained it perfectly uh, when we discussed it so it needs no no real explanation. Look out for others. Yeah. Uh, if someone you know, it, this goes for all pretty much as a code of conduct for life, I guess. Yeah. Um, but especially in our hobby, look out for others. If someone in your gaming club or someone you know that's online is having a hard time, if they think they're painting shit and it's getting them down, do something about it. Yeah. Help them out. Exactly. Uh, if someone, do, you know, they, they really want to play competitive, um, but they, they feel they haven't got the knowledge up there, yeah, help the fuckers yeah. out. So that's number two. Yeah. Uh, and third one, we'll we'll stick it at three. 
Do you want to give yours first, Dave? Um, I'm don't cheat. Yeah. Don't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple, really. yeah. Sure, I tell you, I mean that that. Dean, your what? What were you going to say? Um, I was gonna. You know what? I hadn't really thought. That's why I give it to Steve. Um, I was going to say be understanding. Um, yeah. Not everybody's in the same situation as you. If somebody wants to proxy a model, be understanding that they might not have as good a disposable income. They might not be able to afford it. Whatever the reason, just allow it. Do you know what I mean? Just allow Oh, sorry, mate. I brought this toilet roll tube. Can I use it as a Leviathan dreadnought? You know what? <laughs> As long, as long as you've written Leviathan Dreadnought yeah. on that and it has the same sort of base yeah. stamp, I don't exactly. give <laughs> We understand it. You know what I mean? Not everybody might be in the same board. It'll be understanding. Brilliant. So that's one, two, three. So we've got be kind, yeah. look out for others, be understanding. Uh, let people off on, on that odd roll. If it's got and it's in their favour, let them fucking have it. You'll have one and they'll reciprocate on that. Sportsmanship. Uh, so that's one, two, three. We've got them. Overall, I'm going to add a number four. Yeah. And I think you guys are both going to agree with this. Number four, don't be a dickhead. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sort of sums up the other three in one, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? It does. So Okay, so I'll tell you what. It's not a number four. It's a don't be a dickhead list. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah. So don't be a dickhead. Be kind. Look out for rivers and be understanding. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, lads. Well, I think, as lo- uh, well, I've got nothing else to say. No, um, not on YouTube, I'm going to hand it over to you guys to anything else you got? No. no we've uh, else. done it to death. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, it's been amazing chatting to you too. Likewise. Like, um, we're going to. The, 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 We'll link up next week. And, and like I said, I think for everybody listening out there, if you've enjoyed our ramblings, if you've took anything from it, or if you if you haven't and you've just got something to do for an hour and, you know, whenever on your lunch break, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, we will be on uh, Instagram as soon as possible. We'll have a Facebook presence. Thanks for listening. And from me, Lofty, that's good night. And thanks for listening. Thank you, thank you very much for listening, guys. And Dean. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. I, I'm keeping this in the edit. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys have enjoyed this episode, please give us a subscribe. We're going to be coming at you weekly with more of these topics and discussions. Thanks for listening.